previously on the Retro Rewind podcast. Oh, hell. The first episodes are so not rated the way we rate things now. And going back and redoing them. Install the quantum jump drive to the Thunder Road 2. Re-rewind is ready to jump. What's happening? The time jump sent me back while I attempted to repair the damage. All right, Alice. Francisco, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Where did he go? He time jumped. Why does he keep time jumping? Do we have a destination? The Goonies. Turning off temporal repellent settings and heading towards Goonies. The fearless crew of the RR Pod have been jumping through time, looking for their captain's smaller scout ship. As the RR Pod pulls out of the movie space-time vortex to appear here, they see their captain's ship, the Thunder Road 2. He's not time jumping. Engineers, is he stable? All readings are normal. Communications, open the champs to the TR2. Francisco? All readings continue to be stable. Welcome back, Francisco. Now that I'm back on the ship, let's review Goonies, guys. But we've already covered it in our commentary for the patrons. Oh, yeah, we did do that. But you know what? We're here. We, let's not make. Let's not waste the time that we have. I've I found a new respect for time. My time away from you guys. Let's give Goonies a proper review. You're the captain, Captain. And I'm glad to be back on this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux capacitor, fluxing, crew, distinctions, scanning for the Goonies, 1985. Prepare to rewind in 3, 2, 1. Welcome, rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago. I'm your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your XO and mine, Paul the Master Interrupter Powers. Hey, you guys! Hey, Paul. <laughs> also, for this discussion of the film, The Goonies, we are we have a full crew compliment. Uh, welcome aboard, uh, first youth and children's pastor, Dustin Warford. Nice to be here with you guys. Excited for today. Awesome. Uh, also, we have host of the Earth Oddity podcast, Christopher Tiny Sullivan. How's everybody doing? Great yeah. to be here. Glad you're here, Tiny. Uh, we also have the host and GM of the We're All Doom podcast, Chase Lehman. That's me. Awesome, Chase. Uh, we also have ship's communicator, Aaron Wallace. Hey, guys. Glad to be here. Glad you're here, Aaron. And finally, we have Chief Engineer Danae Berg. That's me. And Danae, this is actually your 10th time on the show. Nice. So due to your commensurate service and work to find me in the movie Space Time Continuum, you are now promoted to Engineering Officer. Congratulations. Oh, that's very fancy. Yes, the fanciest. That's the highest (laughs) rank you can achieve until you kill the EXO or the captain. Then you could... Go there. You can have my position. You don't need to kill me. Oh my me. gosh. <laughs> I'm not joining any mutiny. It's ridiculous. Oh my goodness. Now that you have a quick flyby of who we are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of the production specs for the Goonies? 
The Goonies was released in 1985, was directed by Richard Donner, with lead stars being Sean Astin as Mikey, Josh Brolin as Brand, Jeff Cohen as Chunk, Corey Feldman as Mouth, Carrie Green as Andy, Martha Plimpton as Steph, and Jonathan Kiquan as Data. The music was composed by Dave Grusin, Grusin, I don't know. And the Goonies, the film, was made for about $19 million and earned over $60 million in the box office. Whoa. Good job, Goonies. So given this and the fact that it's in the pirate genre. Really? The pirate genre? That's what it says. Okay. How high do you think it ranks amongst the other 24 pirate movies? Hmm, 24. Let's start with Chase. What's the other 24? Well, you don't get to know that. You <laughs> okay. just have to guess. Um, if I were to guess, I'd say it's probably number three. Three. Okay. okay. Tiny? I would guess number, I don't know. I mean, the Pirates of the Caribbean's got to be up there. It's tough to beat the mouse. But uh, I'm going to say number five somewhere. Five. Uh, Danae? I'm going to say nine. Nine. Uh, Dustin? Well, Pirates has five movies out, and I don't think this came anywhere near those so i'm probably gonna say i'll say 10 10 aaron eight eight okay i'm gonna price is right with one dollar one dollar <laughs> okay wait Paul. is that number 24 or number one number one number one number one well aaron was correct it's eight pieces of eight for you aaron <laughs> <laughs> Very well done. Thank you for those factoids, Paul. And let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind meld or the subsequent roundtable discussion, which we will get to once Alice has located our target film. Alert. Alert. Approaching target. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector. Steven Spielberg presents The Goonies, a Richard Donner film. Join Mikey. That commercial definitely brings back some memories about the Goonies, but to give you some context for the things we collectively remembered most before our rewatch, here is our memory mind melt synopsis for the Goonies. A prison escape and a wild car chase, and always the truffle shuffle. A group of unsupervised kids inexplicably finds new clues to locate a lost pirate treasure trove. After finding the penguins Oswald Cobblepot's key, the kids play a piano and get the treasure having not fought any octopi. The Fratellis are in the hot pers- are in hot pursuit. They're the bad guys. Sloth saves the day, and the Goonies are able to save their neighborhood with some of the treasure Mikey was able to salvage. And finally, the obviously unsailable pirate ship sailing into the sunset. A lot of that was correct, but there was one that was accepted. Because it's actually Mouth's. Wasn't it Mouth's bag? No, it was what? Mikey's bag. Oh, it was Mikey's. Oh, really? It was Mikey's, Mikey's bag. It was Mikey's bag. Well, yeah. you know, I think it's a collective effort, not so much just Mikey, so we'll we'll say it was the Inception stance. <laughs> well, it's definitely the Penguin was not in <laughs> oh, this movie. Oh, that's true. Yes, yes. Whew. Yeah, that, that's and the memory I, mind meld says Mickey, not Mikey, but you read Mikey. So. what I meant <laughs> all along. <laughs> 
But based on those memories, as flawed as they weren't really, uh, what rating did they leave you to predict for this movie before rewatching it? Classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Uh, Chase. Oh, I definitely determined classic. Classic. Uh, Tiny? I think it's a classic. I mean, this is one of the best that the 80s has to offer, in my opinion. But that's your prediction, right? That wasn't your final rating? Just yeah. Now. Okay. That's my prediction. It sounded very final, so I wasn't just <laughs> clarifying. Uh, Danae? Well, I'm never wrong. So. Oh, well, okay. There's that aspect of it. I also predicted it would be a classic. Classic. Dustin? Tragic. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I predicted it would be a classic. Classic. Aaron? Classic. And Paul, I'm sure it's classic. No, it's tragic. This movie's so annoying. Why are we covering it? No, of course it's classic. Yeah, and classic for me too. So wait, wait, wait. I was really worried, Paul. Unanimous prediction. Come on now. Unanimous prediction of classic for seven hosts is ridiculously high. Yes. So let's see if that meets. It'll be interesting to see if those predictions come true. But first, let's get into our discussion of the things we like most about the Goonies. Let's spin up our best three. So let's start with let's start with Paul this time. What's something you liked about the Goonies? What I really like one of the things that I really liked about the Goonies is the plot. The whole idea of you take young kids who are on the search for buried treasure and they go and have adventures with bad guys chasing them to save the town is just that just sounds that in and of itself sounds like a fun ride to me. So mm-hmm. I enjoy that plot. Nice. Uh, Let's see. Let's go to Aaron next. Um, I like, well, okay. I really liked Mikey because when I was a kid, Uh-oh. I, you can see in my Insta story, I wanted to marry Mikey Aww. when I was a kid. <laughs> and my husband looks a lot like Mikey, so I kind of got my wish. I could see that. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think yeah. not. I- <laughs> I should have tagged Sean Astin in my Insta story and see if I could have gotten him. But I I was totally in love with Mikey as a kid. So I always still love Mikey. Mikey. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Let's go next to Dustin. Were any of the characters one of your likes? Uh, I had to go with, I, I love Chunk and Mouse. Chunk, okay, yeah, Chunk and um, Mouse. <laughs> predominantly, was, I was a pretty big kid when I was little. And Me so I may, I may or may not have done the truffle shuffle myself <laughs> a couple of times on command. Do it. So I resonate with him. And then uh, my parents did call me Do it. Mouth because of my son at the time. So I love it. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, how about you, Danae? What's something you liked? I I really like. There's some really good epic speeches delivered by the kids. Oh yeah, totally. I the Mikey has a couple, and even Mouth has a really good one in the wishing well. Take like, a some, back. some very quotable epic speeches for kids. I really mm. like that. Totally. Would you like to see your children using those speeches to you someday? Oh, sure. You mean some of that language? <laughs> this is our time. <laughs> no, the speeches, Paul, not the oh. My wish didn't come true. Words confuse me. Sorry. <laughs> My wish. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, let's go to Tiny next. What's something you like? I really, really liked Jonathan Kequan as Data oh, in the movie. When okay. I was a kid, I really wanted his gadgets. Yeah. And I like to think he grew up to be Kato. You know, from Green Hornet. So. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. That's fine. I never watched Green Hornet, so that's why I'm like, I don't know who that is, but thank Bruce you. Lee. 
He's Cato mm-hmm. was played by Bruce Lee. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'd like, yes. like I said, I don't know, guys. Gosh. <laughs> Thanks for derailing me, Chase. Save us with something you liked. Uh, Character-wise, I mean, I definitely had to pick Mikey. He's got the big imagination. I was the kid with just my head in the clouds mm-hmm. growing up. So, I mean, I definitely resonated with Mikey all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that totally makes sense. Something, and this sort of hits on all your likes. It can be wrapped up into my like in a way, but I just I loved the start of this movie. It was just so great, oh, yeah. action-packed car chase right out of the, well, <laughs> pretty much right out of the gate. And because I thought you were talking about the the black background with the white text. We're the not Goonies there yet, fool. We're not okay, there. I'm glad you didn't say that. Okay, go. No, but that car chase, I with the really uh, pumped up music and that yeah, it that was score, a way, That was good. Yes. And that was a way to introduce each character in a, yes. in a, with the car chase being the thread that went through it all. I just thought that was yes. brilliant. I wish more movies. That's the way to do credits. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, let's go. Now, you know what? That is a lot of likes. So let's just go ahead and get into our classic makers. And let's start with Danae. Oh, man. Now I have to coal my likes down yes. all the way to my classroom. The okay. thing you love the most. <laughs> you don't coal, okay. you throw them away. Just oh my God. <laughs> I feel like there's so many things to discount. Okay, I was tied between two, but I'm going to go with Chunk's Confession. Oh, <laughs> I think you just got all of them. Yes. That yes. was my favorite part of the whole movie. And I know it's like one scene, but that No, it's actually three. So oh, yeah. it's <laughs> broken up. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what's interesting one of i think it's my tragic maker yeah my we're tragic, not there yet francis my yeah, tragic geez. maker is related to your <clears throat> classic maker i just was pointing that out foreshadow guys oh uh, way to bring it down way to oh, bring it spoiler. down <laughs> let's go with uh chase next what's your classic maker for i mean i was definitely gonna say the confession the confession however oh, really? um, oh. I, I think just in general we talked about the epicness of this movie mm-hmm. uh i truly love the goofiness of this movie oh. it was so goofy but it was also so epic and it is amazing that a movie can take both of those things and just make it an amazing movie yeah, I Usually say, you get one without the other. You don't really get goofiness that is still an epic adventure that people just, you know, can embrace. I guess. Was a goofy movie epic? I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say both the goofy movie and the Goonies uh, are both very grounded. And I think that's what makes the goofiness really play well. And also the epicness well, of the Goonies really shine through. So, yeah, totally, Chase. Uh, let's go with uh, Aaron next for your classic maker. I really liked the chemistry among the cast. Oh, okay. I I okay. thought that everybody meshed really well together. It felt like the different combinations where um, people uh, were in different scenes together. It always worked. Mm-hmm. And it never felt like <clears throat> the chemistry was forced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and everybody felt like they were cast so well for their roles. Yeah. So I think for me, it's when you have an ensemble cast like that, it's really rare to have everybody in their wheelhouse in terms of who, who they're portraying, what kind of person they're portraying, but also to where they work really well together and play off of each other Mm -hmm. as well as they did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was definitely my, my classic maker. So I, I guess the key is if you want that sort of, uh, um, 
ensemble cast, you just cast Sean Astin in one of your roles, and then you'll everything absolutely. else will lock in place. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'd say I agree with you. Got about ninety eight percent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who cares what that other two percent is? Maybe we'll get to I'll, that. I'll, in a bit. I'll talk, talk to them and dislike. So I'll, actually, I'll jump in <laughs> because that's really. I'll agree with you about fifty percent, and here's why, Aaron. Because uh, I have the cast as my classic maker. Not only are they do they gel well, that's fifty percent, but I like what was me- mentioned before is that they each do well on their own as well so this cast i in my opinion is dynamite each one is really fun to focus in and watch and then when you put them together it's a great uh i want to say smorgasbord because there's all different kinds of keys players but it's such a delight mm-hmm. uh, your microphone you know looks like a smorgasbord right now. <laughs> <laughs> something straight from the 90s though yes. for real Indeed. <laughs> but you know what? I'm, I'm right in pace with uh, you, Aaron, and you, Paul, because I, I loved the just overall the great adventure story that this movie was. And both the heroes and the villains, both the Goonies and the Fratellis, man, they, they were great. And no matter who was on screen, it was, it was compelling and I was engaged. And so I, I'm right there with you. Um, let's go to Dustin. What was your, the thing you liked most about the Goonies? Man, you guys stole my big one. Well, that's fine. Um, you can add on to the heap. I, I love I love the kids' banter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Consistently lashing at each other. Love each other. It's a great point. To, it reminds me of just growing up with my friends, how we could all just go at it, say ridiculously insulting things that people on the outside, if they heard us say, they'd be like, what? Those guys are friends? <laughs> but, but, but they were best friends, and I, I think that sells the entire movie, really, mm-hmm. the, the whole adventure they go on, how they treat each other through the whole thing. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, Tiny, why don't you cap us off with your classic maker? Oh, there's just so much stuff. Um, I, you know, I thought it was really, really interesting, and we, we've all said that you know we liked Mikey, but it was I didn't he was that. the younger brother. Yes. And yet, oh well, my, my bad. <laughs> well, he was the younger brother, but he was the leader of the Goonies. Yeah, that, I yeah. thought that kind of made the movie stand apart. You know, mm-hmm. almost like a, you know, Jacob and Esau type of thing. Totally. Where he's the younger mm-hmm. one, yet yep. he was looked. I thought that really was interesting. Made the movie stand out. Hmm. Hmm. That was yeah, definitely. I mean, Brand certainly played a, a, a key role. But yeah, it was it was a nice change of pace to have the younger. Uh, Sibling be the leader. Well, he Man. was a rather. Bram was too busy making out with Andy. Well, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well but Mikey made out with Andy. He was too. Hey, hey, he's a good leader. <laughs> oh, Sometimes no. got prioritized. Andy got around. Hormones are a reason. Okay. Wow, guys. Well, uh, oh, guys, I mean, those were all amazing, amazing likes and classic makers. But there's something I forgot. Something else I liked. Spirit okay. Blade Productions. Since 2006, Peter Franson has been operating Spirit Blade Productions to create entertainment and resources that equip, encourage, and inspire Christian geeks. And soon after starting this indie, indie studio, Peter expanded to include a ton more content and community under the banner of Christian Geek Central. I am personally a big fan of what Peter is doing, and now he has launched a Patreon so that you can help keep his ministry going and growing. Not to mention, your support can unlock fun rewards for you to enjoy, which soon will include the first part in his Spirit Blade audio drama trilogy he'll release it for free to everyone in the summer but for now it'll just be released uh, to patrons and uh, so head over to patreon.com slash productions for all the details that's great but what does that have to do with the goonies 
Well, well, part of Spirit Blade, the, the audio drama, includes Jesus saying that his word would never pass away, which is just like Mikey saying, Goonies never say die. Uh, it's like one to one. Uh, one to one, really. Right. Okay, okay. fine, Paul. You, you want some more related to Goonies? Yes. How about some trivia? Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> did you realize that the kids who played the Goonies were allowed to bring some of their families into the final scene where they were reunited? Uh, I would conjecture that this was a way of grounding the characters to the actual kid actors. Uh, and so our trivial question is, if you could were to pick one of these characters that you were most like as a kid, who would you pick? And some of you have mentioned this before. I'll start. And I, um, I would probably choose Chunk. Just because, sort of like Dustin was saying, I was overweight. I was sort of very worried about most everything. And uh, I, I think I was friendly as a kid. I sort of got jaded as I grew up. but <laughs> uh, So I'd say Chunk. Uh, let's go with uh, Chase next. Who did you feel most like as a kid? I mean, mainly Mikey. Uh, I, would, I would definitely say that it was probably split up in a lot of different factors from different characters. Mm-hmm. There's definitely the things about mouth that I feel like I had to be funny. I had to talk a lot in order oh, to sure. have people like me. I definitely felt like Chunk because I did feel left out every now and then. Uh, you know, I had my head in the head in the clouds, so I was like Mikey. Mm-hmm. I was always trying to come up with all my own kind of stuff, so I was like Data. I think it's all of those kids in general, you know, really make up everybody, so... So in distilled form, Chase is a goonie. He's, he I am a goonie. Bears the label goonie. Okay, got it. How about you, Tiny? Uh, well, he wasn't a kid, but I think I felt most like sloth as a kid. <laughs> Did, <laughs> a little ugly, a little dim-witted, <laughs> but saved the day at the end. Nice. So that was me. That's awesome. Did I say sloth before or did I say chunk? I meant chunk if I said sloth. but You said, you said chunk. chunk. Okay, okay. Phew. Uh, you said chunk. Okay, okay. I felt like sloth. Okay, well, then that's... That's why we get along so well. Tiny. No, I did too. You know, <laughs> fun of a lot, and you know my my brothers, you know, singing Italian at me, and my mom keeping me in chains and dropping me. <laughs> <on the floor. laughs> oh. No, it's like a one to one, amazing. No, I'm okay, well, okay, Paul. Who did you feel most like? Oh, I for me, it's Mikey. I really feel Mikey's the everyday person because everyone else seems almost like a a character like a a little too far like data he's really into things but he's really into like inventing things you know and mouth has a a mouth on him but he's like in any way but i i know there are people that relate to everybody else but i guess i'm more average so i relate to mikey okay fair enough how about uh you aaron you said you had a crush on mikey but who would you think you were most as a kid I would, well, I'm kind of a combination between Mikey and Chunk because Mm. Chunk is just super awkward and I'm still that way. (laughs) But, um, so I wasn't like a chubby kid or anything like that, but I just am eternally awkward. But Mikey is such an optimist. Mm. And so I feel like, um, that was, was, and still is me just kind of always an optimist nice you know hey things are looking like they're gonna get really or they're really really bad but they're always gonna get better we're gonna find a way out you know so until we get bad again Uh, dustin (laughs) how about you (laughs) yeah so so like i said earlier i'm I'm kind of a mashup chunk and mouth Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, as i said i have done you know may or may not have done of course shuffle shuffle 
Yeah, and um, I had the sarcastic mouth. You know, my, my parents did call me mouth after watching The Goonies a handful of times because of my comments always getting me in trouble. Nice. But and but the, the kicker for me with Chunk is um, two two big things, though. I can smell ice cream. <laughs> no Not that many people can do that. I can smell ice cream. That's awesome. And, and the second one, I have pushed my sister down the stairs and blamed it on the dog. <laughs> Got to get that out there. Wow. Best Confession quote time. right there. Confession <laughs> time. And how about, how about you, Janae? I think I was probably a cross between data and nerdiness, mm-hmm. but not nearly as talented as he was. And Mikey <laughs> with his like just over enthusiastic and optimistic view on life, but kind of misunderstood and overlooked by his family. <laughs> just like I'm too nerdy to be understood by my family. Oh, <laughs> I imagine you're understood by your husband. And Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. Okay. Now that you've found out some trivial info about us, let's find out what memories you, our awesome listeners, had about the Goonies. Jeremy Kalkara said, Goonies never say die. Daryl Hefner said, great adventure movie with some great humor. Uh, Kristen Risch Victor said, left the tr- oh, she left the truffle shuffle gif. Uh, Steve Hamilton left a gif of brand exercising and also said, uh, Josh Brolin Corey Feldman and Sean Astin, the original Strange Things coming of age movie. I love this growing up. It's the one movie that it that if it's on the TV, no matter what, you're going to sit down and watch the rest of it. Uh, and then he sort of quotes a bunch of uh, a bunch of the her favorite lines. But he ends it with asking us a question: If you had a choice, would you rather be in the Stranger Things universe or the Goonies universe? So just real quick. Oh, that's pretty easy. Okay, we'll start with Chase and just go in order of your of your pictures. Well, what if we don't know I where mean, we are? I am not prepared to answer this question. <laughs> you are not I mean, personally, I'd rather not have monsters. Around. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was fixing to say pirates. You're being chased, but in Stranger in, in Things, the- you're always being chased, no matter what year it is. <laughs> well, okay. Stranger Things. I mean, you know. So you, you end up getting chased by monsters and you still have no money at the end of the show. Where, you know, yeah. Spoilers. I haven't Goonies, seen they get show. arrested and you have a lot of money. That's true. Good point. So I think we are all sort of unanimous in Goonies there. Uh, next, what? Alex Ortiz says, oh, so this is Alex Ortiz left oh a, a long review of uh, like his likes, his dislikes, uh, things his wife liked and disliked. Thank you so much for leaving all that, uh, Alex, in the... Um, <laughs> What is it in the something of time? In the pursuit of time? That's not the right word. Um, I'm going to uh, just distill it to your you and your wife's classic makers and tragic makers. Uh, so he said that my wife's uh, tragic maker is an A-sharp and a B-flat are the same note. And yes. his tragic maker is Chunk does not stay with the group. In, in an alternate universe, I'd like to see his inclusion with the group instead of just behind them. Uh, his wife's classic maker was the idea of finding an authentic treasure map among the antiques in your house. That would be awesome. And then his uh, classic maker was it's our time speech. Yeah. We sort of talked about the speeches were great in our like section. Uh, Mike, w- Michael, Michael Withers says for me, it's, Hey, you guys, I can't say that phrase in any other voice. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Brian Minto also left a rather long one. I'll sort of summarize it here. Uh, where do I start with this one? 
possibly my favorite film ever. I've seen it hundreds of times and still watch it at least once a year. Wow. And then uh, this film must be a classic and be warned. I'm willing to fight anyone who disagrees. Fence emoji, fence emoji, fence emoji, joy emoji, joy emoji, joy emoji. And he also left uh, a photo of him dressed as sloth during Halloween, which was cool to see. Uh, David Williams says, one of my favorite movies of all time. As a kid, I wanted to be a Goonie. Each of them had a trait I admired. I wanted to be a leader and a dreamer like Mikey. I wanted to be a strong big brother like Brand. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and cut this a little bit. Oh, and also by pure coincidence, I now live in the area where it was filmed. Uh, you know that big rock oh. that Mikey looks at through the doubloon? I drive by it every day when I go to work. That's awesome, David. And so you, I guess you're in... So, Sort of around where I am. So if we ever have another Retro Rewind meetup when Paul's up here, expect you to join us. Yeah, um, let's hunt for pirate treasure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. And Reed Benson finishes off by saying, I remember that this is one of those, I can't believe you've never seen it movies for me. As in, that's what people say to me. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe there are some compelling reasons uh, Reed shouldn't see The Goonies. So let's talk about our... Was three. Worst three. Uh, so we'll go, ha- go around and say the things that we disliked about the Goonies. I imagine there was something, maybe one thing, two things from all of you. And let's start with Tiny. What's one thing you didn't like about the Goonies? Uh, again, this is just a huge nitpick because, in my opinion, there's Ooh, not a lot to dislike about no, it. But I thought Andy and Steph, well, they kind of showed up out of nowhere. Remember? Oh yeah. They just kind of, they just kind of get there, and Andy's like, "Well, he was trying to look in my shirt, so we were here." They just kind of showed up out of nowhere. Yeah, they were driving through the woods, and they got. They were like, "No, let me out. I'm going here because I see a big guy on a little bike." But how would they know to go to (laughs) that summer place thing? I don't think Brand ever said anything about it. That that's where he was going. And how would no, Brand even know where to go? There were a Brand lot of things that happened just by chance in this movie. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. I hear it. Sure needed them to be there. So yeah. it was in the script. Excuses, <laughs> excuses. Uh, let's go to Dustin. What's something you didn't? <laughs> All right. So it was really, really hard for me to find anything I like really didn't like about this movie because mm-hmm. there's so much to love. Um, there was a plot hole, I guess, I found at the end of the movie that was kind of like, oh, and I never really noticed it until this watching, I think, like really thought about it. They say One-Eyed Willie was trapped and killed all his men. He couldn't get out except mm-hmm. for one guy. Mm-hmm. But the booby trap at the end freed the ship. So he Coincidentally. So he just he said there was a lot of coincidence. Yeah, that's and, a, that's another he could have got out if he wanted to get out with his treasure, but he well, decided no, to Well, no, the rocks had it fallen die. over the years. Yeah, and, the, and they had to yeah. throw that dynamite The dynamite, the funny candle. Yeah. yeah. Made that it massive work. explosion yeah, the, that that yeah. funny candle yeah, no, It only takes a little hole, like a three-foot hole, <laughs> to get okay, a giant well, ship out. If you want to debunk that one, I have one more. No, we'll save it for the for our trash. I'll, I'll save it. Okay. Right. Uh, let's see. Danae, what's um, one thing you didn't like about One thing things? that I didn't like, um, I'll, I'm going to go with some of the special effects. Ooh, okay. Oh, yeah. The bats were just yeah. like. <laughs> Those so bats bow ties. 85. Uh, well, well, they're, bats were they're, actually bow ties. As we brought up other reviews, there are other movies in that era that had better special effects. Yeah, totally. I'm sure they, there's a Dracula were, movie that yeah. had better bats. But I'll tell you what. bow ties that were actually blown out of an air cannon. That's I, wow. I was That's about... Uh, well, 
According to I that's what I was wondering when watching the film. I was like, okay, those those plastic rubber bats flying in front of their faces, I know how they did that. But how all they how all the bats came flying out of the the rocks, I was that was impressive. And uh, according to the director, they were blackbirds. Come on. So not bats. Oh, like so they used real blackbirds to Richard Donner said on a commentary that he also said that everything is real. Those are real pirates with real gold and real skeletons. Uh-huh. So he said they were <laughs> so take it with, you know, that knowing that in mind. But he said they were blackbirds. But maybe it was a mixture of all I, three. I, I mean, know. I think the ones that didn't work for me, the ones bow ties blew out of the air cannon, totally looked legit to me. But the ones that were like hovering right in front of like Steph's face yeah. or yeah. who's yeah. ever face. Maybe! Those yeah. were babies. We're all gonna get yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, let's go to Chase next. What's one thing you didn't like? I'm trying to think of my biggest dislike. Actually, Not biggest. It, second. Okay. Biggest. Okay. This will be my second biggest thing. Man, that that big one is big one. So okay. I will go back to kind of what you're talking about the acting. The two percent. It was definitely brand. Uh, oh, Roland. Really. Uh, it was his first movie, first of all. Um, oh, I, I don't think so. I, I mean, that. I give him, I, I forgive him a little bit, but there was definitely a couple <laughs> of moments where it's just like, oh, just th- that you're ruining the, you're ruining just like what it is in this exact moment. But oh. that'd be that's it was still nitpicky. I didn't think you know that. what you didn't like, Brand. I'm gonna hit you so hard that when you wake up, your clothes will be out of style. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm there with you for another. I'm. With you in that ninety-eight percent and two percent that you didn't like for a different character, uh, Chase, the person that I felt sort of phoned it in. I mean, for the most part, she was great, but Ma Fratelli at the end when she says "Thank you, One-Eyed Willie," thank you. I thought, are you are you just like is it a Friday? Are you just done? I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't think you're acting. I think you're just saying words. I she looked don't like know. she had the most appreciation throughout the rest. Uh, then rather than you know, compared to the rest of the film. Well, maybe it was for once she had to express gratitude and that yeah. character just doesn't know how to do that. But every other scene she's in, I feel I totally am sold that she's mod for, for telling. Oh, it's okay. Oh, except for, <laughs> except for that when she's being tossed over. And I think it's the other, that big comedian with the beret, uh, that we, that screams oh, a lot. Who yells. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, Point of order, not point of order, just a aside. Paul and I both did a commentary on the Goonies for our patrons. So you can check that out in the feed. It's a ways back. It's in 2017 when that came out. But uh, yeah, we, we talked about that, and I just thought I'd bring it up for nostalgia reasons. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, let's go to that leaves, I think, uh, Aaron and Paul. So let's start with Aaron. What's one thing you don't like? Um. So there were like two examples of like, there were just a couple of times where something and a little action or something wasn't pulled off quite well. Like, like when mouth taps the TVs after the police cars (laughs) drive by. Yeah. Who? I mean, like, well, he doesn't know how TVs work. Well, but, (laughs) It just was like, dude, come on, Corey. Or or what? him not moving his face out of the way of the water stream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like when Stephanie hits uh, Mom Fratelli on the ship, you know, it was oh, kind yeah. It was like, all right, I just really know that that's fake. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of the goofiness that was liked yeah. before. 
<laughs> was it Paul? No. It's definitely goofy. goofy. Well, silly. There were other things that were goofy, <laughs> but they, those are just things that just felt really forced. Like, I don't know. Like the actor just was like, okay, well, uh, take number five. Next. <laughs> All right. So you thought that was, yeah, it didn't really work. Kind of silly. Didn't really work. But for the most part, loved the chemistry, loved the acting, all that stuff. Nice. This is in our like section. You can lay on the heat, Aaron. It's okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Paul, here's my boring segue. What's one other thing you didn't like about the movie? (laughs) (laughs) One of the things that really make me irritated is when things don't make sense, or at least as far as the plot. Mm -hmm. And the whole ending, they're okay. (laughs) <laughs> the whole premise is they're trying to save the goondocks, the poor part of town, from being bought up. There's a housing crisis, which all these houses are going to be. Yeah, bought, but they're not right? in the docks. So, I, so that's... And, and, or, yeah, we're not going to get into that because they didn't go into that. Okay. okay? All right, fine. So let's go into what they went into. And so basically they need to get enough money, a lot more than just several $50 bills to basically... <laughs> buy their way out of these rich people from uh, taking over their property, right? Okay. So how is a handful of jewels that could be (laughs) costume jewelry going to pay and resolve, uh, pay for half the town and resolve and everyone's good to go now? It just doesn't make sense. Oh, look, I found, uh, you know, some plastic jewels. Now the whole town is safe. Well, it's going to dramatically rip up the paperwork. (laughs) Yes. And 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 even if it isn't, even if it isn't plastic, you know, and they went and found out that it is real, I don't know. I seriously doubt that few jewels is going to save that town. Hmm. I wouldn't maybe because they were maybe because they were one-eyed Willie's pirate jewels. Maybe the, uh, the oh historical yeah, society that's wants true. For a lot of they money, could have more oh, value. That okay, way. I got some uh, one-eyed Willie's pirate jewels <laughs> to sell you if you're willing to buy. Sure, <laughs> I don't care about history. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say, Paul, that uh, some of I just pulled up the seven most expensive diamonds in the world, and yes. they range in price from let's see, seven million is at number seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. The Hope Diamond is three hundred fifty million. Yeah, you're saying the Hope Diamond was in one eyed. I'm just cave. saying that it's are possible. these bigger? <laughs> have these been appraised? <laughs> are, are these? <laughs> let's do a tie into the Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Paul to satisfy what you're years. asking for. The movie would have been like another two hours long. I'm gonna take these down to get them appraised, and then maybe I'll rip up the paperwork. <laughs> no, if they came or, in or, with like I a. I swear, f- there's more on the boat. If they came in with like a full. Tra- <laughs> Treasure chest full, then I could believe, yeah, there's enough in there to save the town. Well, but Jamie, I mouth, mouth oh, was not big enough sure. to have a well, treasure Well, I don't know. He says a lot. No. Hey, 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 hey. It's time for another retro, retro, re, re, re ride. Where Francisco no. tells you how the movie should have ended. Also known as Francisco's Fabulous Fan Fiction. It's fabulous. Okay, so the dynamite blows up the rocks, and let's say it just it creates a <laughs> entryway in the. Hold on, listen. I thought you were going to say it blows up the ship and all of a sudden, <laughs> like a cartoon, a big treasure chest comes flying into the, the sand and boom, we got no, a bunch no. of treasure. So you you it breaks up the rock so that there's a way out through the water, like maybe underneath the water. And you established earlier that they're, they found a barrel that they're trying to put all the treasure into. And then they use that barrel to float away when they leave the ship, like 
One of them pulls it over, and then, although it would probably sink if it was filled with treasure. Yeah. Or even better, the ship that is not moving away that fast, they recover the treasure that's yes. on yes. the ship. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I just went out to that boat. They have boats. No, there's no boats in this story. Which was almost my tragic maker. I was like, so we're just going to let that boat just fly away with yeah. all that, that it's treasure gone. on it's it. It's gone forever. Right. I literally did not have that thought until I watched the movie this time. I was like, oh, why really? don't we just go get the ship? Yeah. I yeah. was so fresh every time I watch this. I'm like, it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if anyone has the resources to go get what's on the ship, it's the rich guys. So yeah. it just goes to show yeah. you the rich get richer. Well, well we'll it, just be <laughs> Mikey and just go and yeah. wave. Exactly. Yeah. Or, or they or use the di- they use like the jewels yeah, to buy a too. boat and then go get. It. Anyway, sort of caught up on there. Uh, let's get to our tragic makers, guys. Though the things we disliked most about the Goonies, and let's start with Chase. All right. Uh, probably the biggest one that I saw that I just, it was hard to look past was just the pipes installed in the secret tunnels. (laughs) So these are tunnels that haven't been trekked in forever, hundreds of years, but all of a sudden this modern day piping is there. That's because they only dug in that place. They didn't (laughs) explore the tunnels. Yeah. (laughs) There's tunnels. Oh, forget about these tunnels. Yeah. There's, (laughs) don't you see? Up along the ceiling of those tunnels, there's these chained rocks up there swinging. We don't want to walk under there. It's a union job, Chase. They don't have, they can't just go and do other things. Yeah, that's trespassing. (laughs) All right. Fair, fair, fair. I I will tack on to that. It wasn't my tragic make or anything, but it didn't make sense to me that, okay, they move all the pipes and it wrecks the country club, which is fun but then why when sloth pushes them up does it stop like it sounds like it's stopping an intersection yeah. which is yeah. where are these pipes going to I thought it was everywhere the I, I no guess. but i seriously the had the same thought of not just the pipes but of the wishing well yeah mm. that w- that it was silly it was that, that it's tied to one the one i yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. One eyes will one eyed Willie's secret passage is not such a secret. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, uh, let's go to Dustin. What's your tragic maker? All right. So I know it was played in for the comedy and part of the adventure, mm-hmm. but you can't the, the dumbness of the Fratellis as bad guys. Um, I am and let me now. let me play this case here. Okay. okay. So. First off, they plan this mastermind scheme to break one of them out of jail and, you know, shoot the gas and the, the chase into the, the car rally. So it's like these are not dumb people. They know yeah. how to do this. Yeah, yeah. But they let all these kids go as soon as they their brother shows up at the bar right after they kill two feds. Yeah. It's like, oh, they found us. They let them go. <laughs> no, no. And, I then, mean- and then when they're going to – and then during the confession with Chunk, the bats come up and the blow, the blow up, you know, and they start yelling, you know, if you can hear me, run! Five minutes later, they're eating ice cream with Chunk. Like, tell us more about this. What's going on? You know, it's just like, wait a sec. He just said they were down there chasing treasure, running, and you're now resorted to eating ice cream. So it's just, and like I said, I love their characters, but it's just kind of like if they really are this very dangerous, most wanted family, they're they are pretty stupid. I well, I will say that I don't think they'd want the added heat of like kidnapping and ki- potentially killing kids. They're just shooting at the cops just right before that. So. They're just playing cops and robbers, not <laughs> not robbers and kidnappers. They, they just killed two feds. <laughs> they That's definitely enough. didn't enough seem enough. smart enough to be master counterfeiters. <laughs> I no. guess maybe not master. Yeah. <laughs> But like all that fancy counterfeiting equipment, that seemed beyond their scope. 
Just a tad. Uh, but in their defense, kids suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At times, that's true. Yes. Uh, let's go to uh, someone who doesn't suck. Uh, Danae, what's your tragic maker? Yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to also go along the theme of some other plot holes. Okay. My biggest one, and especially uh, watching it again this time, I caught a a couple more things I didn't even think about. Mm -hmm. So the entrance to the tunnel, how is it in the basement of a restaurant underneath like a modern day fireplace? If it was from 1632. Because I think it's attached to the lighthouse part and they put the restaurant on there. Cause the thing, when they look through the rock, they see the lighthouse and the rocks, not the restaurant. So So I think it's, so when they built the restaurant with this fireplace on top of it, nobody ever said, Oh, it's, a, you know what? it's the same We're union that does the pipes, the okay? Yeah. <laughs> We've already established everyone knows the secret passage. So they yeah. decided we're going to build the, the the fireplace drain on this passage that everyone knows about. And it goes out into the ocean, maybe they thought. I don't know. And, and maybe the restaurant had it in their brochure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we have the, the key to One-Eyed Willie, too. <laughs> <laughs> along with the lighthouse when you're I, I don't know I think this might be in an outtake or depending on which version that you watch when they're comparing the coastline mm-hmm. on the map to like the, the the travel guide map and it's like the exact outline of the Oregon coast with the location of a lighthouse I'm like what are the chances that lighthouse was there in the 1600s very good I'm sure it, oh okay yeah. all right all over like this. Yeah. <laughs> well, back it then like, it was, it was actually some obvious details. It wasn't. Yeah. It was actually Indian territory, and it was a big oh. teepee with a light oh, on it. Okay. So, okay, <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. I don't know. They're just like you know random details. Not really that tragic, but enough that I was like, uh, they're just kind of you kind of overlook it for yeah. the scope of it just being like a campy adventure. So yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. All right, then let's go with. You know what? So some, when things are campy, maybe they get to be too silly. Uh, Paul, I know silliness, when things are overly silly, that can be one of your things you don't like. Does that happen to be your tragic maker with the games? Absolutely. And I couldn't agree with Dustin more when he was saying about the Fratelli brothers uh, being so silly. Now, I enjoy the 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 back and forth and the throwing the pizza in the other person's <laughs> face. That's fine. But it was... When they're slipping on the log, uh, that I realized you wouldn't slip that, on that log, Paul. <laughs> that I realized the writer of this also wrote Home Alone oh, that has okay, to do with yes. two guys <laughs> in over the top uh, antics chasing after a kid. That it things started to make sense a little Chris more there. Columbus. Chris, Chris Columbus, yeah. mm, yes. Interesting. So, <laughs> the I I wish that. While some people may enjoy the goofiness, I wish that it was took itself a little more serious because to me it takes me out okay. of the movie. Well, for me, I, I I was actually my tragic maker is probably the antithesis of that because the the part where they're showing how they're going to uh, put Chunk's hand in the blender. Yes. I mean, I just, I, it's like, because when I see that, I imagine my hand going in there and the, all the bones to. and sinew and just getting, uh, it's just, it's too much. It's too much. Wait, 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 wait. It was, it got, the movie got too real for you? That's why, that's your <laughs> yes, tragic man? Yes, that they would do that apparently, to a kid. Oh my gosh. Apparently they apologized because they were eating ice cream five minutes later. <laughs> 
You know what? That must have been good ice cream. Like Rocky <laughs> Tiny, uh, let's go with you next. What's your tragic maker? Yeah, I don't I really don't know if this is 100% fair because this was cut from the movie, but as a kid, <laughs> I really enjoyed I hate that they cut out the octopus scene because that was in the Disney Channel version. If you had the Disney Channel, oh really? But Wait, you like the octopus? the octopus? I like the yes. octopus. I know I, it looks I, silly. I know it looks yeah. campy, but I loved it. I loved it. It looks fake and it dances away it's, after it's Data puts bad. the room. <laughs> it's bad, but so good. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I've never seen it, so I don't have an opinion. It's 80s bad. So wait, wait, wait. Good. Is your tragic maker that that scene was edited in the final version? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's my tragic just, maker. just want to be clear. Okay. It needed to For be there. Years, I was so confused why I had a memory of that scene. And I think it was because I saw oh, it on the Disney channel. Yeah, and, I'm, yeah. and I'm like, where did the scene come from? And I think I found it on YouTube. I was like, oh, it's in the outtakes on my DVD yeah, the version. Dish- the Disney Channel cut some of the, I guess, language. realer parts. Oh, oh. Yeah, well, that language, but also I think they cut out like the dead in the freezer and oh. stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. to make up for time, they put the octopus back in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, gotcha. And also, just just a little little tidbit extra, I was watching the making of. Oh, yeah. They were all banging on the. They shot a scene where they actually released two gorillas yes. that escaped from the zoo. And they go jump in a convertible. What? But that that footage is completely missing. Nobody yeah. knows where it's at. Oh uh, I think they didn't like it and got rid of it. But I yeah, that's it that's was shot. a bit much. I think that would just bring more ammo to Paul's <laughs> tragic maker. Let's end though with Aaron. What's your tragic maker for the Goonies? Oddly, my tragic maker is the octopus comment at the end. Uh-huh. Yes, because the scene was deleted, which yeah. it should have been. No, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. You're wrong. But, but like, if you're gonna take the scene out, remove the comment because it's. I never caught it until I was older, but it's like, wait, what octopus scene? Oh, mm-hmm. I did. I just figured Data was sense. a liar, like oh uh, Chunk Mouth. was. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Okay, but it was hilarious when Chunk started singing in Hebrew. Yeah. Oh yeah, I just I just I noticed that know this time. It was Hebrew. I just thought he had overheard the Italian singing. It wasn't until this time that I watched it with subtitles where it says singing in Hebrew and then it over it it says then singing in Italian by the other guy. So No, no, he starts singing in Hebrew. He's yeah. singing something about Adonai. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you know what? Now that we've entered all our firing information into the targeting computer. Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Yes. Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready on your mark. All right. Octopi lines or not, Aaron, what's your final rating for the Goonies? Absolutely classic. Okay. Chase, how about you? I was, I'm not going to lie. I was torn. Oh, really? I, I put it right between classic and nostalgic. Okay. Um, oh. There's so much awesome nostalgia from it, but watching it now, there's, I have the list of just things that were really, really hard to look past. Mm, okay. So still love the movie. Gonna, so what's it going to be? I'm going to go with classic. Still. Classic. Okay. 
Drama. Well, I was hoping for more <laughs> drama, but uh, Dustin, how about you? Oh, easy, easy. I think it's still a classic. Classic. All yep. Right. Go back and watch it all the time. And when my daughter is a little bit more into the public school system and hears foul language and it won't bother her so much, I'll introduce her to the Goonies too. There you go. Nice. Uh, let's go with Danae next. I'm also going with classic. Classic. Okay. And Tiny? Classic. Absolutely. What? Uh, what? My nine-year-old, I watched this with him. And oh, really? He likes it. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. it still holds up. So if anyone hasn't watched this mooching it right now. Watch gosh. it. Watch it now. Classic. I said sit down. All right, Paul, how about you? Um tragic. Wow. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I mean it doesn't matter at this point, but wow, okay, I'll, I'll put you down. You know, I really it, it's amazing to me the amount of people that I talk to that have never watched this movie as a kid and then they watch it as an adult and they just are not into it. They don't see what the big deal is. But after rewatching it, I am I was just mesmerized by the acting of these small kids and I was there right with them and like some of the expressions and the I'm like how could you not like this film? It's got to be a classic. Yeah. I I absolutely couldn't have said it better myself. So I'll try to. Um yeah, I was <laughs> so <laughs> enthralled. I was not expecting to enjoy watching this movie as Same much here. as I did. It was this like utterly enjoyable so eminently quotable and with that it's a classic for me so according to the retro rewind podcast we rate the goonies a unanimous classic movie anyone go watch this whether or not you've seen it before see that was the kind of cheering i wanted before guys (laughs) you're all just use that copy paste I love you, Chuck. <laughs> Man, that was if there were, if we were doing three, I loved that so much. Where Slaw, where Chunk says, "I love you, Slaw. I love you." Ah, that got my heart so good. Okay, anyway. So I I wonder what it's doesn't he say Sloth love Chunk? Maybe. I love you, Chunk. Yes. We'll go. Sloth love Chunk. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I just think the movie left me with too many mysteries, truthfully. <laughs> I mean, what, what, would, what would Chunk's parents think of that whole thing? Fun, fun fact. Fun fact. In the novelization of the movie, they do legally adopt Chunk and they throw him a bar mitzvah. Oh, that's what? fun. Wow. Wait, there's a novelization wow. of this? There is a novelization and they legally adopt him. Yeah, throw him a party oh, and everything. Oh, I got to see if there's an audio book. <laughs> So Near apparently the Shana. parents were not weirded out by that relationship. Wow. Hmm. Well, it's a different oh. time, the 80s. Okay. Well, yeah. the truth. <laughs> now I think it's time to get back to our own time. Good old 20XX. 20XX. Concepts online. You ever play that game, 20XX? It's like the Mega Man uh, sequel kind of thing. No? Feels good to be back. Well, Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's talking over the bumper. Uh, but we wouldn't have been able to travel back to 1985 to begin with if it weren't for you, our amazing reflux capacitors, namely Jared Holzhauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keane, Patrick Hicks, LJ Lowry, Chris Cowan, The Feeling Film Podcast, Chris Owens, Geek Devotions, The Untold Podcast, Mrs. Lomax, Andy Lewis, Peter Panda, and James Kennison, in addition to three other awesome patrons as well. Thank you whoa, all. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can do that much faster. Try again. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but seriously, we love the patrons. Thank you all so much for keeping the gigawatts. Why are you laughing? 
Thank you all so much for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to keep Help Us Flying for as low as $1 a month and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to see how. And while we're thanking our supporters, we also want to give a big bear hug, kind of like how Sloth does, to our subscribers on Twitch, which is another way to send us a couple bucks a month. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can subscribe for free. Find out how at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Twitch Prime. But hey, let's keep the gratitude train going now because we love hearing from you, be it our iTunes reviews, comments on our website, or through our contact form. And here's what some of you have had to say, mainly through Facebook. (laughs) The Dapper Man said, I just want to thank you for your podcasts. I was listening to them on travels to Tampa to see my family, and I really enjoyed it. I thought I was the only one to do reviews without vulgarity or strong language. I will look forward to more of your content. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Unfortunately, this movie did have vulgarity in it, so sorry not to a review. Yeah. miss the mark Stay there. Stay tuned. <laughs> the after show. Uh, let's see. Dallas Mora started a thread in our Facebook group saying, Hey, Rewinders, can we all take a moment to let Francisco and Paul know how much we appreciate all their hard work put into and creating quality, engaging entertainment, and B, creating a community where people feel loved and welcomed. Let's all leave some love for these two. Reed Benson uh, responded to Dallas's comment. And he left an audience cheering gif. Michael Withers says, I know I've mentioned how much I love the new narrative. As a guy a little older than the host, I also appreciate the trip down memory lane. Lopan the Man says, absolutely. I love and appreciate how giving these guys are and how much they put into everything. I wish I could do more. And I'd give a shout out to the whole community, too. I've never been a part of such a great group of people on the Internet that truly enjoys our common interests and hanging out together. Mrs. Lomax left a hugging and who's awesome you are gif. And Nathan James Norman said, I love this show. Man, I don't know just how to express my appreciation for Captain Francisco and XO Paul Powers. And Sloth (laughs) says, Ruth, Ruth, (laughs) baby, baby, (laughs) Ruth. Oh, thank you everyone for reaching out to us. RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 170 is the place to find timestamps for this episode, links to contact us, and links for voting on the movies you want us to review. But that's not the only place you can reach us. Paul, where can, where else can people find the show and also yourself? You can talk to us on social media. We are RetroRewindPod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can join our Discord server by going to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Discord. Also, as Francisco mentioned, we are on Twitch. I think I mentioned it too. Watch and chat with us live if you know having technical difficulties. As we record this podcast, play retro video games or create pixel art by following us at twitch.tv slash retro rewind pod. But if you want to find me, Paul J. Powers, you can go to pauljpowers.com. Thank you, Paul, for being an awesome Goonie friend, co-host. I so appreciate getting to do this show with you. And thank you again so much for uh, finding me as I was trapped in the movie space-time continuum. I, weird what happened. <laughs> it was will, a team effort. Yeah. Well, yes. yes. I mean, Danae, yes. You, of course, you yes. helped too. I'm just. We all know I did the real work. <laughs> yeah. Well, the brain's behind it, maybe. <laughs> Paul was just the front man. He took all the credit. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you, Paul. Uh, yeah, definitely a team effort. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful to all our Goonie guests for taking time to discuss the movie Goonies with us. So Me too. I want each of you to line up and tell us how we can find you online and how we can stalk you in real life. Let's start with Chase. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> 
Well, uh, you can find me either at Chase Lehman on Twitter, or if you want to actually listen to my podcast, uh, it's called We're All Doomed, at DoomedCast on Twitter and Facebook and pretty much everywhere. So find me there. Do it. It's awesome. And also, thank you so much to Tiny for being here. Where can people find you? Uh, new episodes drop every Tuesday. You can uh, email the show. We are earthoddity at planetmail.net. You can tweet at us. We are earthoddity. You can follow us on Instagram. Same handle. What? Underscore earthoddity. And we've actually got a hashtag that we're trying to get going on Instagram. So anybody that wants a pair of uh, disguise glasses, you can uh, just <laughs> send us an address and take a picture and take because we would like to put some faces to uh, some of our audience. So, but you might want to say if you want the adult size glasses because mine's don't fit my head. <laughs> Mine didn't either. I have the same problem. You got to okay. make it work. Maybe you guys just <laughs> yeah. have big heads. Yes, well, right. <laughs> I have a huge it. head. You know what? Aaron? My head is actually out all the way. <laughs> Giant still dome. Tight. Aaron, stop criticizing us for heads and tell head. us where we can find you online. Uh, I am on Instagram and Twitter as eMoneyDub, and sometimes you can catch me and my husband on uh, Creekside's Facebook Live um, leading worship on Sunday morning. Very cool. Danae, how can people find you? I'm on Facebook and on Instagram as Napod. Very nice. Okay, cool. And also in our engineering bay, doing all the, the work that Paul all the takes credit for. All the calculating and analyzing. Exactly. And sometimes Travis or others helps, but I mean, it's yeah. really Danae is the star. So, and finally, thank you so much to Dustin for your first time on the show. I know this is a little different format than we usually do, but I appreciate you pinch hitting. Thanks so much for being here. And where can people find you online? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram as at Ghetto Kids Preacher. Okay. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. You can also find me, uh, like um, like Aaron said, at Creekside's Facebook page. Um, I'm not on stage singing. Stage, stage singing. I'm not singing. on stage singing. Praise God for that. <laughs> um, but uh, every now and then you may catch me up there delivering a message on a Sunday. Very good. Very good. Thank you all so so, so much. Really grateful to each of you for like being up late, doing this show. Thank you for being part of my, my uh, comeback to the show. I really appreciate each one of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but mostly, as much as I appreciate our guests, I appreciate you. Yes, you listening right now. I'm talking to you. Thank you so much, whether you're, this is your first time listening to the show or you're a part of our Rewinder community. Thanks for spending time with us, and we pray that you're more joyful now than when you first hit play. I have been and continue to be Francisco Ruiz. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at FXRUIZX, and you can hire me to do pixel art illustrations for you over via Fiverr at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Fiverr. Finally, we are proud to be part of the Retro Junkies Network at theretrojunkies.com and the Christian Geek Central Network at christiangeekcentral.com. You can catch us at either of those, but like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Now you can take us home. Retro Rewind Mission Complete. Proceed to Nap Point Alpha.
Yeah, but Travis, why weren't there any temporal traces the first time TR2 jumped? And if the temporal repellent settings were turned on, why didn't it affect Max's or our ship? Oh, very good questions. I'm just glad it's over, and it all worked out in the end. But is it over? Is it the end? The crew is back together with their captain. Their time adventures continue, but little do they know their problems are far from over. For there is still a dark will out there, with fiendish intent for the pod. Who could it be? And why? Travis, you were supposed to kill him. What to do now? About that baby of yours. 